Hello and welcome in to the Just Talk podcast with George Jojour. Today we have guest Chelsea Walsh on. She is the owner of CW Communicates. She's a co-producer of the After Orange Slices podcast. And she is a woman entrepreneur living in Florida in my old stomping grounds of Miami. We had a really fun time talking today. The video version was also awesome because not only do you get to see us, you get to see her backdrop of the St. Augustine beaches, which is really, really nice to see. Um, For a lot of us who are stuck at home right now, the beach is a sight for sore eyes, to say the least. Today, we talked about a whole bunch of different stuff from her journey to becoming a woman entrepreneur to the perception of women entrepreneurs, perception of herself, how she grew. Shout out. We gave shout outs to mothers out there. That part was really fun. And we talked about the last dance Michael Jordan documentary because that's basically what the whole sports world is talking about. She's not a big sports fan, but she's learning now, especially with this documentary and working with some sports podcasts. This was a really, really fun and enjoyable podcast. Um, Talking to Chelsea for the first time almost felt like uh, we've known each other for years. I think we laughed a lot on the podcast, which you guys will find out here quickly. And she's really fun. So go give her a follow. Um, She has CW Communicates business. So if you are in looking for a consultant, someone into branding, give her a shout and uh, she'll be definitely be able to help. Before we get started today, as always, this episode is brought to you by the SON Sports Network. Some people ask me what SON stands for. It stands for Sports on Tap. And please go follow the other podcast that I'm on, the That Being Said podcast with myself and my brother Sammy. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yesterday we had former Seahawk great Lofa Tatupu on, so you don't want to miss that episode. Now, before we get started with the interview with Chelsea, I just want to say here's a quick word from one of our sponsors. Hello, and welcome into the Just Talk podcast with George Arjour, the newly branded Just Talk. Uh, this is actually our first episode now as Just Talk, and we have Chelsea Walsh on. She is an entrepreneur. She's working on multiple podcasts herself yes. with uh, Robert Turbin and Bridget Case. Uh, any other way you'd like to introduce yourself, Chelsea? I mean, you pretty much hit it. Um, and first of all, let me get this going here. Um, Congratulations on rebranding and your first Thank episode, you. for sure. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, and I'm just really excited to, to get into whatever you'd like to chat about today. Great. Well, the first thing I want to chat about is this beautiful backdrop you have behind yeah. you. So you're in, uh, in St. Augustine, Florida, you told me before yes. we started recording, which is, I think, the oldest city in the United States. If uh, Supposedly. Yeah, so I'm actually somewhat of an ambassador for St. Augustine because, like, I went to Flagler College, which is right here. Yep. So um, very rich in history and treasure and pirates and all of that fun stuff. Um, definitely my school is one of the most likely to be also mistaken for Hogwarts. And <laughs> the people here are just, like, a really cool, like, small beachy town hippie folk. And um, 
just like really eclectic and artsy. So it's just been a pleasure to be back here. It's like my first time back in about five years or so. Um, it's also fun fact, a like destination wedding city. So yep. last time I was here, it was for a girlfriend's, um, a sorority sister's wedding. So awesome. just a quick little recap. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. That was like the, one of the things when I first, so I, I used to live in Florida. A lot of people who listen know that. And I lived in Miami and everyone's like, you got to go to St. Augustine. So like, I've, you know, went on Google and like, this is the oldest city in the United States. Like, yeah. I don't understand these people who colonized to the States and they landed in St. Augustine and they're like, let's go North where the weather sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Obviously maybe uh, too much time on a ship or something, but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Exactly. Well, so tell us about your, you just, you have a new business that you just recently launched. How many months yes. ago? Well, actually, this has been incorporated for about a year and a half now. Yeah, it started no. off originally as a talent um, group. So cool. I was primarily focused on supporting fashion models. Um, and I knew a couple girls who kind of like did Telemundo stuff. So TV, yeah. film, commercial, and a ton of these like music video vixen girls. <laughs> um, so I built out this cool little network just from working and clubbing in Miami for the first uh like a year and a half or so of being down here. And cool. um, it was just kind of this interesting group of eccentric people. And I put them all in like uh, a group together. And I was like, let's see how we can like make some money and do some fun things. So awesome. started like planning some pop-up events, runway shows, trunk shows, all types of things, um, getting them like brand deals with their Instagram pages, yeah. uh, really like finding them true followers at the time. This was before the whole really like down spiral after the algorithm change on, on the yeah. gram. So people were still experiencing like quick success and stuff. So yeah. people were charged about that and um, it was a really cool team, but I had a business partner that was working with me who just had way too much on her plate. So I decided to just do my own thing and I kind of had like a weird premonition about COVID or something weird happening. I swear to yeah. God, because <laughs> like December of last year, I was like ramping up all of a sudden I was in like hyper work mode. We were talking like for, for me before it was only a 40 hour work week and yeah. then I jumped to 60 and then it was like 80 and I was like, okay, how much can I handle without imploding? Yeah. Um, so how it much was really... can you handle without imploding? Did you figure that one out? Yet uh, yet? I think it's probably somewhere between like 60 and 80 hours yeah. work week. Um, maybe in the middle of like a 75, 70. <laughs> um, but, you know, things just got kind of wild there. So I, I, I rebanded essentially. So it went from no limit talent management group. Um, yep. with my best friend roommate Brooke who's still a huge part of my life um, she just became signed with Elite uh, oh, wow, she's, good, she's only yeah. 21 years old and she's like a little sister to me so we've kind of been ramping her up for that whole mission and I'm not her manager anymore but like you know it's just really cool to see her thriving so once that change kind of happened I decided to take that over um, and make it my consulting firm so nice. I'm offering like I don't know, like a bunch of different services. It's really like a little bit of a squirrel brain mess of mine just out on a website. But, you know, people seem to like it and everybody's asking about different services and how I could help. So I just thought, you know, might as well get it out there. I, I, I like that. And so I know uh, 
you do the podcasting services, yeah. of course. What what other services are you offering on the site? Uh, what do people know? What's your favorite thing to offer? I know the Instagram. And speaking yeah. real quick of the algorithm change, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not going to be the last one either. It's like an no. ever-evolving circus. I, Instagram and Facebook can be the most frustrating but rewarding platforms you can ever work with. Yes and yes. So my feeling with that real quick is I just really started getting like plugged into how Facebook is operating now. Right. And like ever since they took over the gram, I was like, so um, I <laughs> had to make sure that podcast, like, no worry. <laughs> oh yeah? yeah, well, yeah we- you know, precautions. Um, <laughs> but I was kind of getting used to like group pages and stuff and like yep. the whole ad center ad manager at first I was a little overwhelmed by it. And then I was like, all right, that's actually like really nicely laid out and it it's is. already integrated. And I was like, this is not like bigger than me. I am bigger than this. So um, just took that approach and, and having a friend right there by my side, like, like Bridget, who's so like a tech whiz, if you ask me um, yeah. and being another, like, you know, women owned business entrepreneur thing. So her help and everything has definitely helped me. Um, but the whole Facebook and Graham thing, it is a love hate for sure because really now is. that they are so intertwined, it's like sometimes I want them to be completely separate platforms. I, I can and kind of miss the old days. I do miss the old days because I feel like they are separate platforms, even though yeah, they're so intertwined and they're they're both social media platforms. But I think the mm-hmm. use for each one is completely different, and yeah. I and I don't, and I feel like Facebook kind of is treating especially with the ad manager and stuff like that, they're the same mm-hmm. platform, but I can't, u- I don't use my ads on Instagram the same way I use my ads on Facebook. So it's right. kind of a, pl- pl- uh, what do they say? A tug and pull with them constantly. And yeah, like, uh, what is that? Give and take? Give and take. Tug yeah, there you go. I don't know. Yeah, tug and pull, give and take, tug of war. <laughs> There's a lot of different analogies. <laughs> here, so. Yeah, no worries. So, but, but it's, I know it's, all these uh, random phrasings and stuff, so I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the king of analogies. I try to find as many as possible and just use right. them for no, for no reason at all. Yeah, feel that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, so you said, uh, what other services do you offer? So other than um, just like how the whole thing evolved, service-wise, I I guess you could say like strategic communication. Yep. So that's kind of what I studied in school and right after school. So. That's going to be your PR, your um, like kind of crisis management, reputation right. management, brand strategy, um, advertising, marketing, kind of really all looped mm-hmm. into one. So, you know, it's the attempt to be the catch-all, like I can do everything yeah. department. So there's that. Oh. Um, I don't know. I guess like a lot of writing services tie into that mm-hmm. as well. Um, I was a tutor for a while, like all through cool. college. And cool. um, the best part about that is when I was at FSU for one year, I had like a, what am I doing with my life moment? And we went <laughs> to FSU for a year. Um, <laughs> and I was a tutor there, but it was like all, of course, my battery is low. Why? Oh, no. Anyway, um, I was there for just one year. But the coolest part about that was like all the international students that came for for help and like. Right. I like mostly loved my Asian students. I just did. They're just yeah. so cute, so nice, and like appreciative, and usually like so, so, so close to being right. So yeah. it was it was so easy to help them. They're, so that's where very... like my love for writing and everything kind of just took off. Well, when you say like the Asian students, I feel like 
that culture is very what's the best polite that's the word i was yeah. looking for they're the most Cordial, polite people. like respectful their right. whole culture is around respect exactly so. which makes it easier to tutor someone like that and work with someone like that yes but you know you said something there about all that and kind of that you went and tutored at fsu yeah in a way is you are kind of helping you're not being a tutor but what you're doing right now it kind of directly translates into tutorship right like in mentorship yeah. so like did you kind of have an aha moment that you wanted to teach people because you are in an essence teaching right now i uh, yeah i feel like i am um i think i could have missed a boat there without taking the path of like education higher education mm. um i've always been fairly articulate and well read and actually reading books not just staring at screens and, um, and, and, and not just posting the picture for the gram yeah like <laughs> i always tried to be more than outward yep that's what my family had taught me my my little circle was like okay chelsea this they would say this to me so i'm not pumping myself up they'll be like all right yeah. you're cute we get it but like mm -hmm. make sure that that you pay attention in school and like you're doing everything that you can you're always going the extra mile like that's just what was ingrained so uh, i i thank my parents for that 100 so, uh, so yeah uh you have some good parents then that understand yeah. you know what life should be all about so that, that's Definitely. always a good thing and yeah. um if you need any book recommendations after the podcast i'll send you a bunch i read yeah please uh, do a lot of books and uh, i think a lot of them kind of go hand in hand and what we're both doing here absolutely career. i yeah, would love definitely. that so Thanks. um you said you kind of felt this covid thing coming i mean not the covid but you started working something. harder I, I i've had something looming yeah and now you're yeah. working on this what do you so one of the questions that i really wanted to ask you about workplace dynamics what do you think is the future if you if you had a crystal ball here and right. you're like, this is where the world is going a year from now, two years from now, and in general. Yeah, so I have a prime example for this. She actually just walked by me. Um, oh. My friend uh, is, is one of my new new clients, and yep. she's got her own business. She's an entrepreneur, but then now she's also been given like the responsibility to like start up a whole office branch by herself. So like a really wow. intimidating thing, right? Yeah. Um, and she's been giving me a great idea of what the work landscape is going to be like and what it mm -hmm. is like right now. She's transitioned to a different state and like they're trying to open the office and all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Without getting too into it, but like just all the politics, what they're thinking like region wise, upper management wise. And it's definitely, you know, a small office, very little overhead. Everyone's kind of pitching in, um, definitely being cool with working from home. I think that ultimately most commercial real estate is going to kind of like, at least on the office front, suffer from this immensely. I, mm -hmm. um, unless it's taking the approach of like a WeWork business model, right? Um, yeah. I worked for a company that was similar for that, just like a freelance project. They needed some help with their social channels. And at that point, that was probably like two years ago, and they didn't know what they were doing. Um, they, they had like very unattainable goals with like no budget behind it that's the usual right. thing that you're seeing with brands like this but back to the office thing i mean i really think that ultimately we're going to end up having a complete 
decked out, teched out home office, um, uh, your own personal studio, like Bridget's setup is freaking amazing, right? It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm like, Did every time I see that? it. No, she had that all set up before I even met her. Wow. Yeah, no, her setup is incredible. Like, Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love when, it. when she shows me it and stuff, or like, we're having downtime. She's like just chilling in there. I'm like, you, you have like the best situation right now. I mean, who, who's going to knock being able to stay with their family at this time. Right. And exactly. and have that luxury of having all that space just to yourself. It's pretty cool. So she's yeah, definitely she did blessed. A great job with it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's doing a great job of her podcast in general. It's, it's really I know. cool. And, I know. And, and I'm you're so proud of her. Her and Rob, um, as I told you, I think I met Rob and then me and Rob became, yes. uh, did some work together and became friends. And then Bridget, now I know you. So we're all like, yeah. oh, it's funny how the world works. We're all kind of intertwined together. I know. What, what do they call that? The separation of uh, three or something or six? Like you can meet. Um, I know. I feel like I know this, but it's not, not coming yeah, it's to me not, right now. I, think, I know I've I heard this. It's your, familiar. Yeah. Yeah, the theory is you can connect yourself to anyone in the world using only six people. So, which is pretty remarkable if you think about it. So, if you use, I think so. Yeah, I think like it's possible. You, it it really is. You even like let's say President Trump, right? You can connect him through probably Rob, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, you, boom, and now you're at President Trump. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. And then, oh and then you could probably connect him to Kim Jong-un if you really wanted to. I mean, you're bringing up some prolific people right now. They better watch out. Oh, yeah. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> by the way, I mean, I'm down to get into it for one second. I just want to know if you're pro-Trump or not. I'm just going to ask. I am, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> I am not pro or against Trump. I think he gets yeah. a very, very unfair treatment by our media however mm. i think his communication style <laughs> like he needs to hire you as a coach to communicate and do some pr because he does not know how to communicate i mean i would definitely love to help him um yeah. if i thought that there was a way to help him <laughs> i think he's kind of like a lost cause at this point um i'm i'm kind of like i used to really like really despise the guy yeah. but now i'm just so like obviously i have zero control over the situation but just right. the way that he, he's handled covid every day i'm just kind of like well <laughs> today on howard yeah. stern they just I know. ripped him to shreds it's sad like but i'm not i feel like if someone just had a hold of him and told him like stop talking he wouldn't be that bad <laughs> I don't know if you would listen to anybody, to be quite but that's honest. that's the problem, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm pro or against Trump, because I, I also come from, originally I'm from the Middle East. Right. From Syria. You're from Syria. Yeah. And yeah. let's just say that Trump is an angel compared to our president over there. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> any any other place, I feel like, other than the States, they're like, oh, he's not that bad. He's kind of a freaking idiot, but, he, you know, he's not, he's not that Th that's bad. That's how I feel about it. That's exactly how I feel about it. At least I know that. My life is not in danger if I speak out against him to get killed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're not going to have I, that kind of situation. Even though that's not really what you want to take out of a president. Like, I won't die. Like, what was that, that one dictator guy out of, like, the Congo? The Congo. Oh, yeah. I know yeah, the Congo. Talking. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm getting the face. 
he was evil, yeah. the gun doling guy with like yes, the child exactly. militia. Yeah, see, that's name. evil. That's evil. <laughs> like, at least he's not that. He's just yeah. got like a really sad excuse for hair and yep. skin complexion choices. That's about yeah. all I got on. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> for, and, his, and, for like his image consulting coming from my perspective. Yeah, maybe we should. You should if, get hired by him. Let's fix him up. We'll get him a better I mean, Instagram profile <laughs> to in a podcast. That would be ideal, right? Could you yeah. imagine Trump on a podcast? He would not. He would ask a question then answer it for the guest himself. Well, yeah. Um, somebody asked me if I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, I said it. I thought it was a good idea. And did he think it was a good idea? Yeah, he agreed. He definitely thought it was. <laughs> like, you know, like you, what? You, you've been working on the Trump impression for a little bit, huh? No, that's the first time I ever oh, did it in my life. Good. It was pretty good. You nailed it. I did. All right. I just think about how he just talks in circles. So we have that in common. I just think I make a little more sense. <laughs> yeah, you do. And yeah, so I guess that's my, that is my thoughts on Trump. <laughs> don't like the guy, but I don't, I feel like the media treats him a little bit unfairly. Yeah. Yeah. I could say that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But I think we're going to be having him for another four years. But uh, yeah. I, I have a question for you. So entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. You're an entrepreneur now, and you're working with a lot of female entrepreneurs. Yes. And how have you felt so far going into the market as a female entrepreneur? Um, do a lot. Is it the same amount of? Do you feel like you get the same amount of respect as men do, which you should? Mm -hmm. um, or do you think a lot of people kind of look at it like, oh, uh, it's just like? Sorry, we just lost uh, Chelsea for a second, but we got her back. So you see a quick little break here. And we'll get Chelsea back in one moment. Haircut so lately, I have to wear yeah. a hat. I this is that's the one thing I can't wait for is barbers to reopen up. They're open in Miami. I know. I need to fly down to Miami <laughs> just to get a haircut. Probably. Yeah, at this point. All right. So, um, did you want me to repeat that question, or did you? Probably. I don't even know what I was saying. Okay. No worries. All right. So uh, we'll just start now. And okay. So all right, we're back on the podcast. Sorry for those listening who uh, there's a little break in the audio there. We have Chelsea back. Uh, Chelsea, I was saying as a woman entrepreneur, did you find it harder or easier to get into the market and get clients? Like how has the initial reaction been to you and working with so many different women and uh, woman entrepreneurship is becoming more of a you know prevalent thing. And mm -hmm. how has it been so far as a woman in entrepreneurship? I would say, honestly, it's been the easiest thing for me because Love it. Uh, I've always kind of gone for an aspect within my field that is mm -hmm. a male-dominant situation, dynamic, yep. environment. So before when I was just solely marketing and direct sales, it's mm -hmm. like all macho, like testosterone, Men. boiler room. Yep fratastic like all of the above and you just kind of become like oh the one just kind of like there and you're one of the guys but you're also kicking ass so you get yeah, like man. a different like sense of respect and stuff so i guess that kind of helped me confidence um to go ahead and continue on and just yeah. do my own thing to be honest like starting as an it um recruiter right out of college was like 
I felt like kind of defeated going with that because I felt like every chick I knew was doing that shit. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I was like, all right, do I want to work with Insight Global, Robert Half, or this person? <laughs> and I was just like, you know, it just kind of felt like a robot. And right. when I finally got more comfortable with what I thought I wanted to do and really like garnered some more business skills and like just business business like ethics acumen like all of that and knowing kind of when to check yourself in the beginning stages of being like all right i need to work my way to the top and right. it's not going to be by fucking my way to the top and it's not going to be by ever compromising myself as a professional yeah. so like that's what i just decided and when i made that decision it just kind of changed and opened up my whole brain to be perfectly honest with you it changed the way that i felt inferior to dudes in the office it changed the way i I like viewed other women in the office. Yeah. There was like a dropped layer. I wasn't so concerned about what other people's perceptions were of me. I just focused on my end result and like how I was going to get that like golden ticket, how I was going to get the mission achieved. So that's just what I did. And instead of seeing like women and in general, other women don't kind of like other women. So <laughs> Uh, you know, in certain situations when it comes to business. So right. I kind of like dropped that whole misconception or whatever you mm. want to say, um, predisposition. And I was like, I don't need to be competitive with like Rachel or Sarah or whatever the hell yeah. your name is. You know, like I could just be like actually supportive or if they don't really have that, you know, oozing out of them, then I'll just kind of mirror what they're doing and focus on myself. <laughs> Yeah, so well, it seems that's like what I did. You're, you're you're oozing out like even when you're talking about right now, you're oozing out confidence, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like like yeah. that's what works. I think a lot of yeah, a lot of times that's what wins at the end of the day. If you're confident and people see that, they're like, I trust this person. They they know yeah. what they're talking about. They they they're they have it together. I think that's mm -hmm. the most important thing in entrepreneurship. I mean, you're you're. You just said, as you said, branched out on your own. If you go in there and you're kind of worried when you meet a client the first time, they're they're not going to feel confident. But if you come in there and you're as confident as you just telling that story right now, give me the paper. Let's sign it. Shut it down. <laughs> sign <You know>? it. <laughs> so yeah. it's a it's a great thing, and I, I think that's. I don't know if that's something you worked on throughout the years or something you were born with. A lot of people just become born with confidence, but it, it comes out on know. you and that's important. <laughs> I think uh, when I was like all just pessimistic before and I was like, yeah. oh, whoa, is me and hard knock life, bullshit, everything. I was like, I was playing like the victim card. Yeah, I think that that was the biggest thing. It was noticing these little patterns in my behaviors and, and my thoughts and being like, oh, you're really going on like the dark side of pessimism right now. Yeah. Like yeah, you're, you're kind of in the everything. middle of the spectrum and now you're like getting over here like by mm -hmm. the devil or something, you know, like whatever you want to like of dramatize course. it. But like I was getting to potentially a, a tricky place, especially as a like emerging woman in, a, in the business mm -hmm. world. And, you know, going into it like already kind of like shaky. And I was just like, I just got to, I had to like wake myself up in a way. So that's that's like what it felt like to be honest. That's the best well, comparison that I have. Well, it's a great comparison. I mean, we've all been there before, right? Like every person's gone through that time where they look back and like, I didn't like how I was acting there. I don't like the person I was become going towards there or the path yeah. I was on. And then you you know something flips and switches, and 
I feel like that happened to me too. Like it happens to everyone, but it depends. It, it takes a certain type of person to get out of that stronger than go down mm -hmm. the wrong path. So yeah, it goes back to, like you said, you, you had good parenting. Your parents told you some great stuff. So like you were mm -hmm. kind of, you were set up for good success because your parents raised you up. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you for the compliment. So shout out to that. mom and dad. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, daddy's up here. So oh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. No, no, no. It's all good. It's now it's now something I can actually speak about uh, without yeah. getting emotional. So we actually just kind of got by what where are we now? We're like five years. Okay, five years ago. But um, my mom's been amazing. Yeah, my mom. She was like just a badass. I don't know how to describe <laughs> her. She was she was working like at some type of like credit type place, like a consolidated credit type place, yeah. right? And then she started doing marketing and she's like, oh, I like this better. And she was doing trade shows and stuff and working in all these different industries and wow. promotional stuff. And that was like the eighties and, and the nineties. Like it was a really yeah. cool time to be a woman in business and everything that she like did put up with and you could get into the me too crap. Um, but everything that she did have to deal with and there was a particular situation. I know that there was like harassment. Mm -hmm. She just like, shared all of that with me she didn't she didn't hold that from me um i grew up very sheltered but like the experiences that she shared with me as far as laying down some advice and like stuff mm -hmm. like that she got real she sh sheltered me from what she could from external mm -hmm. factors but like she definitely kept it real with me so yeah. i think having her yeah, as like yeah. a strong dynamic force behind me and always kind of like holding me up has has made a huge difference that that's that's awesome i mean just She's gonna want this for Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like we, uh, we, we, you definitely have to tell her to listen to this part of a podcast because it, be, I mean, I it means a lot, and I'm sure for mothers especially, it means a lot these type of things to hear what you've said about your mom and I, my mom, who she also listens to podcasts. So shout out to my mom, hey. and right, like it's really, it's really important to have a you know strong presence that's older than you in life that you can look up to and talk to and make you a better mm -hmm. person. Yes, absolutely. I'm really getting more into a deeper understanding of things like positive psychology. And I'm specifically on the month of May working on the relationship with my mother. So it's That's just awesome. really funny that this came up. Yeah, well, it's a good month <laughs> to work on it, Mother's Day. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you don't have too much more time. So I wanted to ask you the question that I ask everyone on this podcast, but you said that you don't listen, watch any sports. So <laughs> we're still going to throw it at you. Uh, if, you, if you can keep one sporting <laughs> moment in history of sports, which one would it be? American Dream Team when Michael went and played the Olympics with everybody. Oh, that's actually a really good one. So you, you've you been watching the documentary, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, you check the colors, right? You kind of get the vibe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I like actually do 90s, get the vibe. I was and like, these are the Miami kind of colors going on or a little bit of Gators whatever yeah. it's all about florida right now yeah. so i'm very I love like that jacket, by the way <laughs> thank you you know what people like get like pretty hung up on it and i'm like it's just from forever 21 i just got lucky you really? know it's, it's a good jacket <laughs> but what do you think thank of the documentary you. does it make you like sports a little bit more i've fallen in love with this docu-series i'm yep. like on the edge of my seat i'm with my dude and i'm like let me like get i can't wait for sunday like and like then we don't get it immediately we usually watch it like monday night and um i can never just watch like the one at a time i have to watch two 
Yep. <laughs> so I know I'm like really locked in and um, I'm up to date with it. So do you, you know are, what happens next or do you not? Like I know, like I have some friends who don't watch. Oh no, I'm learning it. everything as it's coming. I okay, knew so you have no idea what horrified happened. idol. I knew, I knew about some of the drama. Yep. Um, my dad was super into basketball. It was pretty much mm-hmm. the only, not super, but it was the only sport that was on in my house basically. Yeah. So like I knew what March Madness was. I knew like the key players. I knew Kobe was a huge fucking deal. And that's the most horrific travesty to I all know. sports world. Like I know like the key things, but it just, I wasn't pushed in my household very much. Yeah. So I, I'm enjoying so much learning about it, and I'm actually getting an intro to that that filmmaker, Jason Hahir, who's, yep. who's produced um, or created The Last Dance. So I'm really, really hoping to to get a, a solid intro with him. I've been working on it. That's awesome. Yeah, you can ask him some yeah. questions, especially if you don't like. For, coming from a perspective who's someone who didn't like grow up watching sports, it's so interesting. Yeah. to hear like the how they feel about this documentary, like. My mom is watching it who, like I said, I was born in Syria. So I came to the United States. My parents did not care about sports at all. Right. It's not your culture. It's not our culture. For our sports, yeah. Yeah, no, even there, like, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, they like soccer. And now it's bigger. Oh, okay. But it's still not, like, huge, like, here where people live just about their team, you know? Yeah, I'm a tree diehard. Like, like, what was that? I got to think about it. Sorry to interrupt you. There was, like... There's some stupid show or movie I saw recently, and I'll tell it to you later. But this one guy, like, it's a comedy. Don't worry. Yeah. He like commits suicide because the Jets lost or something. And I was oh like, my oh god. my god! Like, what movie? I know what movie you're talking you know what about. about. Is it yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm or something? I feel like it's something off Curb, of HBO. It was, Curb, yes, it was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Is it Curb? Yeah, because Larry Davis. Larry Davis, Davis is, says something yeah. about uh, it's the, the Jets. It's the guy with the, the guy long hair. Movie. He's got like a, yeah. a party mullet. Yeah, exactly. And he's hilarious. Sleeked. That yeah, show he's a good is one too. the best. I mean, how do, I don't even know why I questioned that. I have so many Larry da- Larry David t-shirts and like I'm always on HBO. I can't believe I even questioned it. Oh, yeah. embarrassing. It's the best though. Yeah, but yeah, but I will not commit any uh, on any crimes over my sports teams. I'll tell you that. No, it's so unnecessary. But yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah pretty it's diehard over but, here. Yeah, I, I am pretty diehard. But the, I was going to say the funny thing before I let you go is sure, yeah. like, I my parents like thought I was some crazy kid that just watched sports all the time. And my mom's like, what are you doing watching all these sports? And oh, now that no. I now that I work in it, now she loves it. And now she watches too. So it's oh, all good. good. Yeah. I'm glad you're supported. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Kind of. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And yeah. Um, and you want to plug your company one more time and where everyone can follow you and sure. anything else you like to plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my number one baby project is my favorite and true love of a podcast, and that would be After Orange Slices. So you can follow us on Instagram or wherever you'd like. Everywhere it is known as After Orange Slices. A little bit of a quirky name, but hey, it works. And then um, for me, my business page is CW as in Chelsea Walsh. So it's CW Communicates. That's my business page. And then you can find me for more of my like glamour modeling crap at my other page (laughs) that is really boosted. I'm almost at like 14,000. I've been working on that. And um, it's the Chelsea Walsh. 
So that's how you can find me. It's been such a pleasure being on. And I know this was your first episode since your rebrand, yep. but this is actually my first time ever being a guest. So thank you. Re really? Your first time ever being a guest? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I hope you had fun because it was really, <laughs> you're a natural guest. So. Oh, yay. Thank you. <laughs> of course. And uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you. All right. And I still have you here for just a second. I want to ask you something. I stopped. All right. And that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, this episode is brought to you by Sports on Tap, the Sun Sports Network. Uh, please go give Chelsea a follow on all her social media platforms i hope you enjoyed today's episode as i said this is now the just talk podcast and i really appreciate you all for listening please rate subscribe and share this episode with your friends